Yay, Thank you very much for having me. It's great to be with you again, although um, it's a very different medium, isn't it? But um, thank you very much for having me in this way. And we do pray that God will be with us in this rather strange situation. So let me start by a very short prayer for us all at Culver Church. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, hear our prayer today. We do pray that the Holy Spirit will really work amongst us all in our various homes and that you will just bless us today. We pray specifically for the people of Beirut, Lebanon, and pray for your mercy for those that have been bereaved and those that have been injured. Pray for peace there. And then we pray for our country. We pray for the NHS and all frontline workers at this time. We pray for the church at Culver that during these difficult days, you will bless and help them in their search for a new pastor. We pray for all the congregation and all the church officers at this day and in days coming. We pray that you'll be with us this morning for just half an hour as we look at your word and just dig into what your word is saying to us. Amen. Now I'm just going to say a really ever so short all age piece. Now when I was a boy many years ago, we had telescopes to see things that were far away and bring the images closer. Building sites, they employed people called night watchmen. And they used to patrol and guard the building sites to ensure no valuable building materials were stolen. And they would sit by what we call a coke fire all night watching. That was in the 1950s. Now, we are the most watched people, especially in Britain, and we employ security guards. We fix up thousands of security cameras and lights in our shopping malls, our high streets, our airports, even our churches. Even our policemen have cameras put on their helmets as evidence. Even so, all these things, they do break down and they wear out or they're vandalized. But despite all these things, we cannot be watched all the time. But God has an all-seeing eye. He can see all our thoughts even. And there's a Bible story called Jonah in the big whale. And there, Jonah was in the whale's belly in the depths of the sea. But God could see him. So you see, you can never get away from the all-seeing eye of God. And it's better to trust in a mighty God and ask for his protection wherever we are. There's a very short Bible verse, and it says this, God seest me. That's in Genesis chapter 16. It's where Hagar, Sarah's mistress, said that. 
just one or two words of prayer. Lord, hear us and protect us. We know that we can never hide from you wherever we go. Please be our watchman wherever we go in life. Amen. Well, now, I'm going to go on to read just a few verses from Psalm 145. And I won't read it all, but this is a wonderful psalm of praise. And it tells us how great God is in all sorts of ways. But then, towards the end of the psalm, it comes right down to you and me. And it tells us, even if we're fearful, or we crying out to him, he will still hear us. So may God bless just that this, I'm just going to read a few verses. I'm going to read verses one to nine and then 15 to 20. So let's just hear this, some of this wonderful song of praise. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will exalt your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you. I will extol your name forever. Great is the Lord, and great is, and he is worthy of praise. One generation will commend his works to another and tell of your mighty acts. They will tell of the glory of splendor of your majesty. I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. And it goes on, the, on in this wonderful tone of praise. But then it comes down, as we've said, right to you and me. Let's pick it up from, from verse 15. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand, satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who care, call on him. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. And then to our verse, the Lord watches over all who love him and all the wicked he will destroy. May God bless his word. Now, during these difficult days of lockdown, we do need to be encouraged, don't we? And so when I turned our calendar at home in our bedroom and saw the reading or the text for July, I felt God was speaking to us and whether you can see it, but it's a lovely picture of a butterfly. And there it says this lovely text. And you see it. So I felt I must 
just talk about that text. And it's a great promise, this text. Now, before we go on, I must say to you that if we're honest, we've all been afraid, haven't we, during these times? And we still are. However strong your faith is, we are fearful people. And that's why Jesus in the Bible, he's constantly telling us, and he tells us today, you and me and everybody else, don't be afraid, trust me and fear not. Now this Psalm 145, it was written by King David. He wrote um, 73 other Psalms. Now do remember he was a poet, he was a singer, he was a harpist. And this Psalm is one of praise and thanksgiving for God and his word. And most of the Psalms, they were actually set to music and used in worship as the Scottish folks used to and still do in some Protestant circles. And this particular Psalm, it tells of his greatness, his majesty, his grace, his compassion, his love. But then our verse 20, the Lord watches over all who love him. Now the Bible, it is, it is, it's not just a book of do's and don'ts. Yes, it is that, but it is more. It's his personal manual for us all. And we do, do need to know it is full of promises from God. And this verse is one of them. It is there for you and I to take. Not glibly, but we need to take it to the Lord we need to rejoice over it. We need to take it to prayer and we need to say reverently to the Lord, Lord, you have said, and then plead the promise. So we'll see what it says and importantly, what it doesn't say and then apply it to our lives. So I'm dividing this little verse into four parts. Um, very simply, the first piece, the Lord. Then the second piece over that word, watches. Then thirdly, who does he watch over? Over all. And then fourthly, who? All those that love him. Now, the first one then, the Lord. Now, David, this psalmist, he knew the Lord in a very personal way, as we need to. You see, Jesus in his teachings in the Bible, he says that many at the end of time will say and call him Lord, Lord, but not in a saving way. We do need to be able to say Lord in a saving way. And in Psalm 23, that lovely psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. David sings, the Lord is my shepherd. And it tells us that he knew the Lord as his guide and his protector and supplier. And so when we say in prayer or in singing, Lord, does that fill your heart with desire, with love, with longing? 
Well, perhaps not always, but perhaps sometimes or often even. And the very mention of his name, it causes your heart to leap with joy. Why? Well, he is the almighty God. He is omnipresent. He is omniscient. He is holy. Yet, he is your friend. He is your saviour. Why, you say? Of course I respond with joy to his precious name, Lord. You see, it is an easy thing, in one sense, to use this term in an unfeeling way, in a cold way. We have to, as it were, question ourselves, and we have to ask, is the Lord my Lord? <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> yes, it is extremely personal, and there is no neutral ground. But you know, we can turn this into a prayer. If we're unsure or uncertain, although, hear this, it is only seekers and believers who are concerned. If you were to ask an unbeliever, and I say this tenderly, is he your Lord? You'd probably get a very unresponsive, uninterested answer. So be encouraged if you're struggling with your personal faith at this time. This difficult time in our history but you will, in God's time, be able to say with conviction, yes, he is my Lord. You see, disciple Thomas is called unfairly doubting Thomas. But he doubted. He doubted Jesus. Yet, at the end, he was able to say, my Lord. What about you and I? With all our doubts, we may still by faith call him Lord. So do go to him, to him daily. Do go to him with all your needs, your fears, your sadnesses. And do call him Lord and bring joy to the loving heart of God. Then our next piece, our next section work this word watches now i looked up the dictionary definition it says in a rather cold way what does watch mean it means to observe it means to note it means to mark it means to guard well yes that's correct perhaps but a rather clinical narrow view but from a spiritual standpoint the word watch in this text, oh, it's so huge, it's so expansive, it's so all-embracing. We do need to take the long view, don't we, in this, as well as the personal view, when we consider this word. So God watches over our planet, our universe, his creation. All our times are planned and ordered of God. No world events take place by surprise to God, including this pandemic. 
it is although the almighty hand of God, the eye of God, I should say, as he were, he peers down from heaven and he stoops down and he observes all that's going on in our planet. Yes, it makes God sad, all what we have done. But again, taking the long view, you'll know the children's song. We used to sing it. We do sing it. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. So nothing happens by chance. He knows everything. And yes, he controls everything. He controls your very life. And he reigns supreme. We must never forget that. The Lord watches, it says. There's something very paternal, very fatherly, very caring about these words. But we must not, as it were, overinterpret these words to mean because God watches over us, we'll be preserved from all trial or illness or accident even or unemployment even. He may, in his all-seeing wisdom, use and what we call sanctify these things to bring you nearer to him in your walk with God. We used to sing, oh, for a closer walk with God, a calm and heavenly frame, a light to shine upon the road that leads me to the Lamb. You see, his watchful eye, it is always upon you. And this may mean a few rough edges that you have. They have to be removed from you. They offend God. He doesn't like them. They're displeasing to him. And he will remove them to take away your pride and to perhaps make you more humble. His fatherly eye is over all his children on earth. Wherever they are, there's no place where he does not see you. Do remember it is his great mission to ensure your safe passage in the end to heaven. And we've mentioned earlier, just think of that example of Jonah in the depths of the sea, a prophet of God. He disobeyed God. He ran away. But he couldn't hide from God, even in the belly of the whale. And God was watching over him and preserved him. So he watches over all his children. Yes, in a special way. That is not to say that he doesn't watch over all his creation. Yes, he does. And all mankind. And he shows the common, what we call the common grace of God. But there's a special watching over all God's children because they are blood bought with such a price. What a price was paid at Calvary. That is why this watching over God's children is so very, very different. And that is why we need to obey his will for us, whether it be for good or even for trial. He does know what is best for you and I. 
And I asked the question, can you and I honestly say that you love God's ordered will for you? If we're honest, no, not always. We do grumble, just like the people of Israel. We whisper, don't we? But, but why, Lord? And there may be that th things that happen to us. We cannot and do not know why. God is sovereign. Not all his eternal will is revealed to us. That is not to say that he loves us any the less. Because we do not know the reasons why. Our lives and times, they are ordered by him in all respects. Oh, do leave your life with him by faith. He will always watch over you for your eternal good. But then there is a reciprocal watching from you and I back to your dear Lord. You say, what do you mean? Oh, I couldn't do that. I gently and I humbly remind you, you and I, you're one of his witnesses on earth. You can defend his name. You can defend his honour. You can defend his creation. You can defend the Bible, his word. You can also watch over your remembrance of him as he commands you at communion time. He says this to you by command. Do this in remembrance of me. You see, there's much we can do and we don't always do it. It's not all one way. Our next and third little heading, over all. Very important word, all. Do you notice that? Nobody is left out that loves God. All God's children will reach heaven safely. Yes, it may have been, or it is now, a very difficult journey. But God's watchful eye is upon you. And you will receive your waiting crown in heaven. And Jesus himself said, whilst on earth, he said this. Look, in the world, you will have trouble. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. See that? Another wonderful promise. So he promises a watchful eye, but not avoid, avoiding trials, but to be alongside you in them. I can always remember my dad, a godly man, and he had much trouble and he was always praying, not so much for the trial to be removed, although he did, but more so that God would be with mum and dad in the trial that they were going through. Then there's this last wonderful three words. Who love him? The Lord watches over all who love him. Now, does your heart go out to Jesus in warm, embracing love? Oh, how wondrous is the love of God. The love of God is better than all other loves. 
it draws you. It is resistless. Do you and I love this blessed person of the Lord Jesus Christ? There is none to be compared with him. And we can only commend this great love to you and I. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to bring you this love. And then you will find this the best of all loves. And here is the wonder. It comes through his work at the cross of Calvary. That is why he loves you so much. Because he suffered so much. And he paid the price of sin for you. And on your behalf. And so the cross, it is the crowning glory of Jesus' work on earth. And here's a small test for you and I. The Bible teaches that the cross for the unbeliever is foolishness. But it says this, to them that are saved, it is the power of God. You see that? So, now, can you humbly, by God's grace, put yourself in the latter category and say, yes, I am clinging to the cross of Jesus. That will confirm your eternal standing. The work of the cross, you see, it still shines forth and it always will throughout all eternity. And I mention this as our last consideration as we close this morning because of the cross of Jesus. His love still flows from Calvary in one sense. It flows like a river down the ages of time. And then without stretching our interpretation of this text too far, what about God the Father watching over God the Son when he was on earth? He did. But a time came when God the Father could not watch over his son. And that was at the, at the cross. God's wrath had to be poured out on Jesus. Whilst God the Father just looked on. Oh, what love this is and was. This tremendous act for sinners like you and me. I just want to mention, because it happened to me last night, whilst I was chewing some of these things over, I often get thoughts in the middle of the night, and I woke up with these two words, and they were these, both in the Bible. Jesus says this, without me, you cannot do anything. And how true that is. And then this other word, from Paul the Apostle, and yet I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Remember that was from the jail where Paul was. So may God be our help in coming days. Mercifully, the future is hidden from us. That's a great blessing, you know. It's as your days, so will your strength be, not the months ahead. You must look just every day for God's help. 
So may he be our help in coming days. May we walk out the truth of this wonderful promise. Say it with me. The Lord watches over all who love him. May God bless you all. Amen. <laughs>